Welcome to another episode of Photo Walking with Colin. Uh, in this episode, I hike off to a nearby state game land area. It's a pretty big uh, lot of land that is um, preserved for the state game lands, and it was a really nice hike, beautiful night, fall weather. Um, and I talk a little bit about how I am trying to be a little bit better about crowding my subject a little too much in my compositions. Um, I fly my drone a little bit. Uh, overall, pretty good episode. Um, I'm pretty satisfied with it. But in this episode, I do uh, talk about this really loud sound that happens. You can't really hear it too much in the audio, I don't think. Uh, probably especially if you're driving or listening to this in the car or something, you won't be able to hear it. But um, it's because the I'm in a, uh, a pole line, a power line uh, in our area. They're, they're humongous poles. They're probably 15-foot diameter poles and 100 feet high. And um, when the day is cooling down, these things make a racket. And I wasn't uh, prepared for that. Uh, I didn't realize it and then it wasn't until later I was coming back it was already getting pretty dark I was not recording at the time when I finally heard these the 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 metal make this huge loud noise um and so that's why I get a little excited I wasn't scared or anything during this time I thought for sure it was like a tree that fell or something which I've experienced in the past um but it wasn't it was a these power lines as far as I can can tell anyway so when you get to that point you'll know why I was sort of losing my mind. Um, as always, the link will be in the description of this episode to get to some of the photos that I took while I was out on this particular outing. And uh, so far, this process has been working pretty good. Thank you for those that have shared the podcast, getting a good number of views on each episode, which is kind of fun. Uh, views, I guess it's listens, plays, whatever they call it in this uh, podcast world. Um, and now that the the podcast has become uh, available on more and more platforms. I'm really seeing the numbers starting to rise because I believe that the Apple podcast one is probably the most popular, and then um, Spotify is probably another one that's pretty big. Overcast is humongous, so um, thank you so much to everybody for sharing this, and please, if you uh, feel like doing so, I would love for you to do it again. Thank you. Today I am hiking in a relatively large state game land area. I'm on a road, dirt road, that I think only is usable by uh, state game land commission vehicles, although I have seen vehicles on this road before, but I'm not about to drive on it. Because there's a big sign that says closed to all motor vehicles. Well, that seems plain enough for me. Everything is a pretty bright color right now, which is cool. A lot of yellows, a lot of reds. It's cool, windy, and I'm wearing wool, so it doesn't get too much better than this. My goal is to make it to a fairly open area in this state game land that I believe 
is one of the highest uh, elevations in our area. Um, I think it comes in around 2,000 feet above sea level, so it's not the highest in our area, but it's pretty high. I uh, have some other goals, too. I have no idea what I'm going to photograph there. I have some gear with me. Um, I have my uh, camera and a telephoto lens just kind of slung over my shoulder. I didn't bring my whole bag because I have my drone bag with me and I could have shoved my kit lens in there I suppose but I don't think I'll need it for anything today. Um, so we'll see how this goes. I don't know how long of a hike I have to this main area. My guess, based on the map, is a mile or two. And I don't know what I'm going to be able to see there, so I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to pull off what my goal overall goal for today is. But my overall goal is to be more mindful about how I'm composing my subject. Because if you look at some of the photographs that I've taken and published regarding this podcast, you can go to my website and click on images. And uh, under post types and then click images, and you'll see tons of photos that I've taken over the last forever. Um, but specific to this podcast, I'm trying to be mindful about particular things like composition. But one of the things that I find myself doing, at least, it's a habit I have, is that my subjects are... I don't give my subjects a lot of room in the image. And I think one of the reasons that I do that is because of Instagram. I think Instagram has um, forced me to compose images in a certain way. And that could be good or bad, I suppose. I think I have learned how to noises up ahead. Sorry about that. I'm walking. I just hit a clearing, which is where they've run enormous power lines. Let me see if I can get a quick image of it. Is it going to stop my recording? Probably. I'm going to take a quick image of this. And then restart it. Okay, so I hit this clearing, and I know I have to cross it here. There's a pretty well-worn path to do so. And then there's this huge loud bang, like almost like a tree falling. And it's archery season right now, so I don't think anybody's shooting. 
um, any guns at the moment back here, but I have my orange hat on, so I'm wearing my bright orange hat to kind of alert the archers, the hunters, but that was a really loud sound. Anyway, we'll see if anything comes of that. Um, so Instagram has kind of forced me to take the compositions that I do and have the subject be very full frame, right? I feel like every time I put something up there that has a wider angle, there's no way for anybody to view it. You, if you zoom in on it, you know, you can pinch and zoom on Instagram, but it's just exploding the pixels. It looks terrible. Um, so I don't do that. So I find myself like, oh, let me just make the subject be the largest thing in the photo. And I don't think I should be doing that, so we'll see. If I can be a little bit more purposeful on giving my subject a little bit more room to breathe. So that's my goal for today. So I'm going to stop recording because I'm rambling a little bit. I don't want to get these files to be too long. Um, and I'll come back to you if anything interesting happens. Okay. Well, I've reached my destination, I guess. The clearing is not as clear as it looks like on Google Earth. Um, there are some paths that have been cut through, presumably for hunters, I guess. Um, but it's very thick. Blueberry bushes up here. Um, small, young trees. It looks like it's been growing for a few years, which is awesome looking, very beautiful. But to get a, a photo from up here, over top of those, and into the valley that I'm looking at, is might prove to be difficult. So i got to find a spot. Um, but I will say that this area is probably the widest view that I've been at, except for one other location, which is like a ski mountain. Um, I've hiked that in the summertime, and if you get to the top of that, you can see very, very far. But I can actually see that mountain from here. That's how wide this view is. Um, I can see the town that I live in. I can see the town that my parents live in. And I can see the town that I worked in, which is about 15 to 20 miles away. So th this is a huge, huge view of the area that I live in, which is really neat. Um, so I have a feeling that I'll have to come back here a few times to try to figure out uh, where some cool spots are. There are some larger trees that maybe I could use for a composition, um, but I'm not as interested in that this time around. Uh, I am going to look. I open. I have a few hours of daylight here. Easily can get like an hour of shooting in if, if I wanted to, maybe a little drone flying um, without issue, which I might do right away because the light will change here soon and I'll, I would prefer to be shooting images at that point. So um, I think a drone flight here would give me some perspective on where I am and everything for the next time I come. I'll mark this spot on a map. Very cool though. To a new area. 
Um, and it was pretty easy to hike up here. It only took me a few minutes, to be honest with you. And I think if I really wanted to, I could probably drive up here and not get fussed about. But again, I would like to follow the rules as best as possible. Very neat. Well, um, I will chime back in when I start composing some images. But for now, I'm going to fly my drone and get some perspective of where I'm at. So I'm set up here. I've <clears throat> been walking around this large field along the paths that were made for the hunters and managed to capture a few images here and there, but nothing substantial yet. But now I think I have a composition with a tree that allows me to see the valley behind it. And uh, I don't know how interesting this will be. Um, do you see what happens to me? If you're listening to this, what happens is I turn the recording on thinking that I'm going to talk to all y'all, and then I start shooting and I sound like I say three words at a time. So this is what I'm going to do to try to improve this podcast is I'm going to shoot a little bit, talk a little bit. If you're patient enough, you'll stick with it. If you're not, enjoy Twitter. I think I'm getting a phone call. Or I just got tons of text messages. Let's see. Am I still recording? Yes. Okay. That was Eliza. Hello, Eliza, if you're listening. In the future. <laughs> so my settings right now, I'm going to see if I can, I'm going to put it on uh, a self-timer. I'm going to put my ISO as high as my lens allows. And then I'm going to slow the shutter down until I get a, a decent metered exposure here. I'm going to underexpose it just slightly. Um, it actually isn't too slow that I probably couldn't shoot it anyway. Hmm. I think the sky is misleading. I'm going to take another exposure and have it slightly overexposed. Maybe I could stitch them together later. Let's see. Let me try one using the metering, the automatic exposure bracketing. I'm going to have it be fairly well underexposed and fairly well overexposed. So that should happen in 10 seconds or so. Um, I'm unsure if, if I set that automatic exposure bracketing, that was three exposures right there. Oh, that could look really cool if that's how that goes down. Um, I'm not exactly sure. If I set the automatic exposure bracketing to be 
on, on this camera only allows me to do three exposures. So it's always the middle. And is the middle of the light meter um, what I had it set to prior to going into that mode? Or what? I don't know. The light is starting to do some interesting things on the... I think I need to come here in the morning because I'm on the opposite side of the range that I'd like to be on, the, on this valley. But, you know, I'm here, right? So, but yeah, I don't know. I'm going to try one in portrait mode. Um, I was going to do a panorama here. I've done one somewhat recently using this camera and it's really fun oops I have it it's really fun to do um, the panorama using this because you get so many more pixels than you do with like my phone or whatever um, even though this is a 13 year old camera I still get much more to work with um, the image size is larger the number of pixels is seems to be far higher even though the megapixels are roughly the same um, I don't know what that's going to look like. I'm just going to let that shoot just to see what that'll look like. Um, but I decided not to because it's just, it, the vista is just too big. And I'm more interested at this point of coming back with like almost what I would call proofs. Uh, I'm going to take a very close look at all my settings when I get back. Uh, I am being purposeful in my shots at the moment, but when I get back, I'm going to go through them and see the results that I got from each uh, each exposure and each setting that I changed. As an example, one thing I tried to do, and I don't know if I can, is because I'm so far across this valley, can I zoom in with my lens, focus, zoom out with my lens, and then shoot? Um, I would like to know if I'm able to do that. So I tried it, and when I get home, I will look to see if I get the results that I want. The uh, My gut says yes, but I don't know. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to lower my f-stop quite a bit to have a shower alert. Uh, uh, have a much more shallow depth of field, but um, I'm doing that because if I'm going to be walking home and I see something, I'd rather it be kind of close to what I probably would set it to. I'm going to probably start walking back now, even though the sunset in this spot is probably going to get really beautiful, but it's not going to get more picturesque. Um, I mean, I could take a shot of the sunset, but there's no water, there's nothing here to make really an interesting image to for sunset, so I don't think I'm going to stick around for it. Um, because I don't want to walk back in the dark either. Uh, but if I'm on my way back and I see a bear or a deer or a bird or something, I would much prefer to have my settings be closer to what I would want. So that's what I usually do, is right before I start walking, as I put my camera closer to what I want. I don't know if that's a good tactic or not. I also have my phone in my back pocket, um, when I'm walking because with the pixel I can just double tap the power button 
and it will bring up the camera. So I'm always shooting my rapid fire stuff with that. Cool. This was a nice outing. And I know this recording's a little bit longer than the other ones, but I think I'm going to be a little less careful in that regard because I think it's cooler to capture the experience. Until the next one.